Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to a podcast that some people are calling one of the five biggest red flags your boyfriend has. Uh, Rob, every time we do this, uh, we, we start the show with acts of contrition. Uh, last time it was about TV shows that were made into movies. Did anyone have, was there any, I did don't any recall complaints from the four people that, uh, complain? No, I, uh, I honestly, I, the, the honest truth is, is I never saw you post it. And so it was until like. Jesus, like uh, did I post it? You did, <laughs> I did you right? did post okay, it. Because I, I doubled but it's like I didn't see that you posted it, so I didn't pay attention for any comments, so I don't believe any comments. Okay, me. cool. Then good. We'll move on. All right. Uh well then let's get to the introductions. Uh my name is Monty Ike, and with me as always, he's the uh police academy of the series to my Highlander of the series. He's the shaft to my Casablanca, he's the paper chase. To my Alice doesn't live here anymore. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Rob, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are doing the opposite of what we had did in the last podcast. We are doing movies that were then turned into television shows. Right on. I love it. This is great. I love it. This, we're bookending this whole bit, and I uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, well, well, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like I. I honestly, did you know? I, by the way, did you know there was a Shaft the series, and it actually that I did not. Richard that, Roundtree. That no, you're kidding yeah, me. Yeah, no. Yo, and here's shit. the best part about it. So uh, it came. It was kind of like Columbo. It was back in the '70s when they were doing the like mystery movies, and they sure. had a rotating thing, right? So there was a mystery movie series called Hawkins, which Jimmy Stewart starred in. And then imagine imagine tuning in to an elderly Jimmy Stewart watching him solve crimes, right? <laughs> and then the next week, it's Richard Roundtree as Shaft. But of course, because it was television Shaft, instead of being anti-police, Shaft was working with the police. And he wasn't as much uh, uh, of a... A Shaft as yeah, he Yeah, he's shaft. not. he wasn't as Shaft. Like, at no point did he say, you're going to have to solve it yourself, shitty. He never said mm. that at once <laughs> during the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I found that out in researching tonight and was like, the fuck you say? And now I'm like, of course, like, there's got to be video. I'm there's like, there's got to be... <laughs> that's got to be out I, there I, somewhere, right? Can I, where can I, I find Shaft the series? When I came up with this idea with the initial like back, you know, two sided yeah. version of this, what I started to dabble in noticing was that a lot of these animated series that came out keep popping up like in like like, oh, I guess I didn't realize that that was turned into a cartoon. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that like there's one 
I guess it's on my honorable mention. None of the none of the on my list is turned into a cartoon. But holy crap! Yeah, some of them were turned into some obscure things. Oh, were turned into yeah. In the eighty in the eighties, everything got turned into a cartoon. Rambo was turned into a cartoon where no one a died. Kids cartoon. Yeah. yeah, and both Rambo and and like RoboCop were R rated movies that yes, were turned, turned into, into kid kids properties because yeah. the you look at it and you go, wow, there's a lot of toys. That's a lot of toys oh, that could be in there. Sure, that's the whole thing. Because I could, I think Rambo, uh, Rambo spawned like First Blood and Rambo like bow and arrow and toy guns, which we all wanted to buy, but you didn't have that property. So in order to sell that property correctly, you had to put a fucking kids cartoon out. Uh, so you do you have any cartoons on your list? I do, I not. do not. I don't I do not. either. I do. Okay. No, no, I do okay. not. Uh, in my honorable mention. I will say it right now. My Men in Black is it is in my honorable mention was that was a pretty fucking great cartoon, and as well as like the Ghostbusters. But there was something yeah, about that. I was going to say Black. the the real Ghostbusters is a really good uh, cartoon. translation. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's good translation. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. Because that was one of the biggest things that I had. I was like, oh man, if he's got like five cartoons, this I thought about ridiculous. it at one point. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want cartoons in this, but. In some cases, such as the Men in Black, I do think they merit at least a mention. But it's no, funny not too, on my like, list. In the uh, when you first mentioned this topic to me, one of the first things that came to my mind was the show in in the Heat of the Night, because I remembered oh the In the Heat of the Night was a really good movie, right? And then I looked, and the In the Heat of the Night television show, the only the only correlations were the names of the characters because they moved it from the '60s to the '80s. Uh, they got rid of all of the racial tension in that. And like the whole point of that mm -hmm. movie is racial tension, right? Sure. They got rid of all of it. And it just made like old white sheriff totally down with black detective. <laughs> and then, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, Oh, okay. Dokey. So like, for me, I was like, I thought of that show and then I was like, Oh, that's a terrible uh, television adaptation because it literally is, uh, takes the yeah. heart and soul out of the movie. So anyway. exactly, but that was the first one I thought of, and I do have uh, the second one is my number four. So all right, let's uh, let's do this. Who should start? Who who's gonna win? Okay. That? I think you won last time, right? So you get to start. I think so. I think so. Okay, well I'll start. Um, my first one was I actually saw this television show before I saw the movie, and I I sadly admit I have only seen the movie in the last year, and it's it's a much better movie than I thought, which makes me like the television show more. The sci-fi western westworld um you hadn't seen westworld the movie not, with yul brenner I, I had seen clips of it i had seen like here's a little bit but i had never sat through its entirety oh. and i'm really glad i did because it gives me new perspective on the television show at really how close the the television show does go with the theme of the movie um i I had assumed that because, you know, it was going to be like a Battlestar Galactica where it was a, a complete reimagining. And it really isn't. It's it's taking the spirit and making it more modern. But it's still it's like, well, you get to go to space camp and do space or you're going to yeah. Westworld and doing West. It's it's very literally like that. And um, I find that. Now, having seen the movie, it makes me love that television show all the more. And I and I do think I don't want to count. Like, I like season three and four of Westworld, but they really veer off from they have nothing to do with the old West. They don't really have anything to do with the 
some asshole going on vacation and raping robots for lack of a better way to put you know is yeah. that that's not part of the theme anymore but season one and two is so embedded in that you know are these soulless things that are just and and, and of course because they're modern twists you get like are they alive and and all that um yeah, yeah, yeah. i i love the show westworld and uh, even though it has evolved into something that's not quite as much as the first two seasons, I do. I am sad that it's ending, but I it, I love the show and I love the adaptation from the movie. I uh, I've never seen the show, but I can tell you that Richard Benjamin is uh, one of my favorite actors of the seventies who got to or sixties and seventies who got to play those sort of roles. He's the the guy in Westworld, not Yul Brenner, the the killer robot. He's the asshole on vacation. Who's the other? The, the two actors. There's the you named one of them. Who's the other? the other uh, one? Is it's uh, James Brolin. James Brolin. That's yeah, who I couldn't. It's Richard remember. Brennan and James Brolin are in that. Yeah. And I had no idea. And Brolin's kind of a dick too, isn't he? He's they're not... both dicks. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're both dicks. They're they're both coming in and you know, but that's I mean the whole idea is right. I mean it's like a fan. The idea yeah. of Westworld is you could go in and you could live out your fantasy of being whatever kind of fucking cowboy you wanted to be. Um, and so they're, and yeah, they're okay. both, yeah, and, and they both had shit point, tons of you're money. You're kind of cheering for Yul Brenner's character. Uh, right. Because, yes. Because they, 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 yeah, there's like, a little bit of that. deserve to die. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's definitely like these, and you get the, also you get the feeling they're rich fucks too, right? That, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah they, and that's the television show. It's like, they're so amoral. It's like, well, I throw some money and I get to pretend to kill some native Americans or whatever it is that they want to go in or yeah. you know rape and pillage and yeah it it's a story about morality and if you can get away with it do you still want to do that and yeah uh well right off the bat that's that's pretty good that's pretty good um my number five uh is a show that is uh based off of a movie but it takes the movie and expands it's an extended universe the first movie is a chapter of a book, and then the next season is another chapter, and then the next season is another chapter, and the next season is another chapter. Uh, it's Fargo. I really okay. love Fargo. Yeah. I've not seen the TV show Fargo. I've heard nothing but phenomenal it's things about fantastic. it. fantastic. Every, uh, every season is like another Fargo movie, just longer. Um, Fargo is a great movie. It was perfect. When I heard they were making a television show, I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? Oh, I know. They're just going to set it around in Fargo. Fargo. Like it, well, it's, it's not set in Fargo. It's all set in the Midwest and all of the characters are, I mean, like the last season. Is it new characters or is it yeah, continuing? It's new, no, it's new characters or, but there's, everyone is sort of related. They, okay. they do, they do, uh, they do sort of intercorrect. These families are related and stuff like that. But like, the the last season was in Kansas City with uh, with Chris Rock and it was in the 30s, and it was talking about the Italian mobs, the Irish mobs. Oh, and the it black jumps mobs. around in time yes. then too. Well, I mean, most of, yeah, yes, they're all kind of period pieces. They're all set in different eras, uh, in different places. You know, um, the, but Fargo the movie takes place in the 80s or is that 90s? I think it's I think it was actually the 90s because I think it's it's contemporary or at least slightly contemporary but i've yeah, seen the movie yeah. fargo i yeah. just have not seen the tv show and yeah. it's been a while so yeah but uh yeah no it's strong uh really super well acted uh i heard the cast is phenomenal like didn't Kean peel play like 
yeah like cops in an episode or something yeah, in and... the in the the final yeah the last season they did when they were in yeah so uh it, it's no it's it's fantastic and, and each season has its own separate cast it's very much an anthology series and it's all like the idea is there's a book of you know crime uh, of like midwestern crime and each season like the first chapter is the story in fargo and then uh season one of the te- television show is like chapter two talking about another great crime story in in the midwest and uh and it's just i yeah it's really meaty all the things you love about fargo the movie are there in the tv show um but it's it's it gets to be more of a slow burn and it gets to show you some things but there's always like a common theme of some desperate desperate white dude in every season there just seems to be some desperate white dude who can't figure out another way (laughs) and 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 that leads him into the shit uh but yeah so uh that is my number that's my number five should i go to number four do you want to do yeah go go ahead go to number four my number four is the second thing that i thought of and this is one that I like more than the movie. I like it so much more than the movie. Alien Nation. I was I was wondering if you were going to have this on your list. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, James Caan is great in a lot of things, but his character in in Alien Nation barely budges any growth or movement. And in the end, you're left like with, oh, they've just made another racist cop. This time he's just racist against. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like it's like like the TV series took the nugget of a good idea and blew it up. Right. But kept in that idea. What if uh, these slave ships crashed it on America or, you know, on in the soil and the world had all of these. Uh, these new sort of a new kind of immigrant. And then it's the, it's really a story of, it still really focuses on immigration and, and, and racism. And racism. Yeah. In a very, very touchstone way. But um, yeah. And I'll never forget like that whole nugget of the aliens uh, getting drunk on sour milk. Onion sour milk. Yeah. And so it's expired milk is sold at liquor stores and stuff like that. and, 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 And all those crazy things. And then, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the cop, the, the partner, the alien cop is named Sam Francisco, but he was really named San Francisco because, you know, like Ellis Island, they just started giving out names. And a lot of these aliens are left with these joke ass names, including this guy who's named Stan Francisco. And then his partner the first day is like, I'm not going to call you Stan Francisco. You're going to be Sam Sam Francisco or whatever, and basically changes his name, which is also, by the way, kind of funny racist too. I'm not going to call you your name. I'm going to give you one. Um, I forgive me if I'm misremembering, but did the TV show? Uh, the TV show did, but did the movie also cover like the interracial relationship that the 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 the, the cop, cop yeah, partner. the cop, yeah. I, uh, Jesus, I don't remember the movie I, part. I, I don't think it did. I don't but think I could so either. Uh, I don't think so either. I, I think James Caan's character was too. I don't. I don't think they. If there was anything, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't I remember, remember that. Like, being, I don't remember that being in the in the movie. Well, it, the movie I remember liking. I don't remember loving the movie, but I remember liking. But I remember vividly liking the television show quite a bit. Like, yeah, it was something 
that I would make time for because it was endearing and sweet. And the main alien character whose name totally escapes me was a very sweet guy. It's it's, and, it's Mandy Patinkin as Sam Francisco. It's the same is character. Is it really? Yeah. It's Matthew Sykes in both times, Detective Sykes and Detective Francisco. It's Mandy Patinkin. Yes, that's You're, who the alien is. Oh my god, I, I'm totally not seeing his face there. <laughs> I gotta rewatch. No fucking way. Yeah. Okay. I and Gary Graham, who I don't know. I feel like Gary Graham has done other things, but I'm not. Is 100%. he the cop? He's the cop. Yeah, he plays. Matthew He's Sykes. super familiar. I think yeah. I've seen him do a cop in another show. To be completely yeah. honest. Yeah. I again, I don't. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, because it. Uh, he does. Yeah, he has a. I he remember has a thing being, with uh, with an alien in the show, um, Kathy, but I was, don't. Is she like a coworker? No, I don't. No, it, dude, I I don't remember. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. It. I just remember being like wildly attracted to her as a kid. Oh no, she's super hot. The 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 woman who played in the TV series is like Terry's. Oh, um, but I just remember like going, oh, how can a bald woman be that hot? Holy crap. Oh, well, she I mean, is hot. Clearly yeah. never have watched Star Trek, the motion picture. Mm. Vigor. Yeah. Curse is combata. All right. So that's that's okay. my that's my number for alienation. And yeah, I'm sorry. I it's been a very well, long it's time been since a while. I've seen I, the movie. Just... again because I like the show better. I mean, I'll be I'll be one hundred percent honest. The yeah, reason yeah, why I'm, I'm, like, I'm not like as familiar with uh, the movie, <laughs> but I think that's the point of this this list is something that like the movie took a two hour premise approximately, and the sh- television show expanded it or made it better or took it in yeah. a better direction. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings me to number four. Yes. My my number four, which might be on your list. I kind of doubt it, but it's possible. Um, I think Cobra Kai is a really fun spinoff of, of the Karate Kid franchise. It is cheesy. It is dumb, but it's still heartfelt and endearing. I find myself like looking at the originals differently because of you you see the villains as being sympathetic now um all of the villains even at some point i kind of see terry as being sympathetic it 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 makes all four i i I wonder if we're going to get a nod to the other to um the female i i can't remember and then i doubt we'll get any nod to the will smith character but that to, to to the will smith written and uh, produced uh fifth or f- yeah i i don't think those he, are even in the same continuity because they're not even japanese they they go to it shouldn't even be called the karate kid it should be called the kung fu kid because in the will smith, will smith stuff, is it goes a producer to on this television show so be, i didn't know because he owns only, rights I'm yes sure. because he owns rights that's the only reason why he gets to do that he has but, nothing to do with it i and it's I, um Hold on, it's Hillary Swank was the Hillary female. Swank. Yeah. Yes, that. Um, right. I Nebraska's do remember seeing. Swank. Is she from Nebraska? She's born in Nebraska. She was raised other places. I just knew she was in a movie about Nebraska. Yeah, but, but she was born. Yeah, born in Lincoln, I think. Okay. Anyway, I I just when they announced it, I remembered thinking that's stupid. Oh, that's so dumb. And 
by the time they got to the end of season two, everybody was talking about it. And I finally gave it a chance. And I was astounded at how much I just found myself shutting my brain off and enjoying it for how campy and throwbackish to the what I loved about the original series. It is totally campy. It is so freaking cheesy. Uh, the fight scenes just are so far-fetched. But I love it. I find myself just watching it and loving it and it it it's running its course i i'm glad that the next season is it's fine uh, it probably should have been canceled before that but it was it's just been fun and i did really find myself liking johnny much much more now that you see like you know he was just a kid who got stuck in a shitty way and yeah i mean really you sympathize you- for him when you think about it, all those 80s, uh, all, all the 80s villains probably have a pretty good backstory that now we would be like, oh, well, his dad never said he loved him. So, yeah, like, except for except for rich guys who were polos who wanted to close down that your your beach club to yeah, expand yeah. the uh, golf course. Those and, villains and are still stole your girlfriend and, you yeah. know, wanted to challenge you to a ski tournament down yes. the hill. Lane Lane Meyer. uh deserves uh what he you know he deserves everything what was the name of the what's the name of the bad guy in that lane myers the good guy oh it's can't hardly wait right no no no, 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 not can't hardly wait better off dead sorry lane i can't remember meyer i don't remember the name of the the actual dick bad guy he's like played by the actor who played all the dick bad guys so but but like even like Karate Kid 2, who had what I, I think Karate Kid 2 is a much better version of Karate Kid 1. And with it with with Sho, Sho, Chosen, Chosen was such a great villain. And they make Chosen so wonderful. You're killing my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, like Chosen in, in this show is so fucking wonderful. I love him. He's been the, like, and I thought they killed him at the end of the last season, and then he turns up. He's okay. It's okay. Wow. I Did mean, I ruin it for you? No, no, not okay. At all. Should it's I go fine. to my number three now? Yes, should I go you to should my... absolutely okay. go to your number three. That's how we. My do this. No... okay, my number three almost arguably should be a number one, but it's like I like the other two. Just I like them more, but my number three is probably the strongest adaptation of a movie into television. The television show Mash is yeah. The 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 movie is is a great fucking movie, but what the TV show does over what uh, nine years did it run? I don't know. Yeah, it, a long time. Whatever <laughs> whatever its runtime, it's just such a beautiful look at war and what it does to people and friendships and brotherhoods and you know. I, Death and and it's eleven years, and, by the way. Oh, I, I yeah, was eleven years. I, I'm. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty three. Movie came out in ninety seven or uh, nineteen. Uh, movie came out in seventy. Robert Altman directed. Uh, Elliot Gould. It's my second. By the way, Mash the movie. My second favorite. Elliot Gould uh, and uh, Robert Altman pairing. Long goodbye is my first. Okay, which is a great uh, movie that never got. It's it's such a great movie. It is such a oh, great. It's movie. It's great. Yeah, and it's funny, and it's like I almost argue a one for one basis that the movie might be better, but 
with the package of overtime that the MASH television show could deliver, it's so much more poignant because you get to love these characters. You get to feel their deaths more or their departures from the show or whatever it is. It's much more impactful as characters come and go and evolve that it's just being in the trenches, not literal with them. You build such a rapport with them, and you just see the ins and outs and the, you know, supplies that aren't coming to them and, and the constant, having to just face dismemberment and still keep a chipper face it's and yet have comedy they're still very fucking funny shows and yet somber yeah no it uh especially in the later seasons when alan alda got a lot more like control over the show um and he really started to play with the drama more i think the first few seasons it's still very much laughable you know uh, well, here, first of all, MASH is on my list, too. It wasn't my number three. It was my number two, but I'm just going to swap now. It'll be fine. Uh, so I got, let me talk about it, too. Yeah, uh, MASH, the, the, the movie is very much taking some of the best storylines from the novel. Uh, MASH, the story of three army doctors, I think is what it was called, something like that. Anyway, uh, and, and take these anecdotes and strung them into a narrative, right? Very funny, the football game. I mean, when you go back mm-hmm. and watch the, the MASH movie, how much of the MASH movie is a football game? You're surprised to realize it's a huge chunk of it, right? So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of that, and there's a lot, of, but those those characters are funny, developed. There's nudity. Um, it's good, it's yeah, good there is. fun. Um <laughs> And then the yeah, and then the show gets you even it drops down to a half an hour, but yet it's it's able to to tell these really poignant stories, and it, it becomes like a poignant moment of the week kind of a show where uh-huh. you've got a you've got an A line plot that's all comedy, and there's always a subplot B that is about the horrors of war. It's about a kid who's lost his fingers, and he was a concert. Uh, pianist it's uh you know about these these characters in the mash unit who um who meet a Get kid the news of, yeah yeah and, or, or meet yeah meet a kid who's from their hometown and they instantly bond because they're both from toledo or whatever and, mm-hmm. and it's all those stories like that happens like i, I mean you know to me it, and then also it's very funny it's set in korea but it very much they they took and made the war of Vietnam. Everybody, oh, absolutely. like absolutely, the zeitgeist yeah. of Vietnam dominates it, and all that stuff like that. It's so very good. Uh, but yeah, I think as the show went on, it started going. Look, we're a sitcom, but we're gonna we're gonna ramp these. The poignant plot, the poignant B plot, now is gonna become our A plot, and we're gonna do a little bit of comedy to keep uh, people from from writing at their kitchen tables. But I mean, you and I are from the generation that we probably watched mash at night at dinner in syndication syndication. I I don't think I ever saw it other than the finale. I do remember the finale being aired and watching the finale. Right. Cause we were old enough to Yeah. yeah. We were just old enough to kind of remember that shit and remember like when it was, it was the statistic, like everyone flushed their toilet at the same time after the finale was over or something like that. (laughs) That's right. I do remember here. You know, America as a, as a country watched the finale. And I remember people talking about Seinfeld like it was going to be another like that's part of the reason why finales, by the way, have never lived up to it, because this is the first finale that was a huge, huge deal. The entire country was like, we've watched this for a decade. This thing is huge. We're going to want like and so the whole country watched the finale and the finale is dark AF. It is. It is. And it's. 
it's a goodbye. It's, yeah. it's, it's, and it's, it's truly a, a, a goodbye closing the chapter feel to it. Some sad things, some happy. Poss- yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but honestly, when you think of finales, God, if we ever did a show on finales, this would probably, you know, be right up there. Yeah. Uh, it's next, a, it's next a good new one. heart, new heart, new heart is the number one. We don't, even, <laughs> we don't even have to argue that shit. New no, number one is new heart. New heart beats it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love mash too. Uh, I, absolutely. This has to be on mass. Absolutely. Positively. And so it was very funny when I'm doing my thing, I, I had it as number one and then I was like, well, no, I like some of these other shows just a little bit better. It's probably like, like the agreed upon best adaptation, but yeah, again, for like, it's especially if the criteria is taking a good movie and making it even better mash. The series does that to mash the television. And it's one of the best shows of all time. I mean, yeah, it, it absolutely is. All right. Well, then, if that is my number three as well, I'm going to get to my number two, which is going to be a sharp left turn. Okay. You probably didn't ever watch the movie Moon Runners, did you? I, 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 it popped up and when I did searches and stuff, and I don't know what it is. So. You, okay. I've actually watched Moon Runners. Uh, it, it it has a few people in common and a few characters in common, even a few actors in common. Uh, but it got made into a hour-long um, adventure comedy show, as the 80s were known for, called The Dukes of Hazard. And I loved The Dukes of Hazard. I loved it so, so very much. And uh, even though it's... Uh, it's well, 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 I did not know. Are you fucking kidding me that the moon is moon the Runners. Dukes of Hazard? Yes. I had no fucking idea that is amazing yeah really like so it's, it's moon runners is a 1975 Moonshine. action comedy starring james mitchum about a southern family who runs a bootleg liquor it was reworked four years later into the long-running television show dukes of hazard did they have a general lee in the movie uh they i think they had a uh i think I don't remember it being the General Lee, or at least maybe at the end it was something different, but it was... I gotta look this up now. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, I had was no heavily, fucking yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Boar's Nest bar searches. was there. It has huh. it has one of the greatest car... Like, if you're a friend, if you're a fan of car chases, right? Then Bullet and Moon Runners should be it, because a huge chunk of this movie is uh, is the car. Uh, yeah, it's not the General Lee, I don't think. Um, it's a um, shice. It's it's a different kind it's been of a car. muscle car. It's a muscle. Oh, we, yes, yeah. Um, uh, huh. yeah. I will have to look this up. I had no clue. I saw there the is a there is a Bobby I... Lee character in the uh in, in in the the movie but it is uh yeah uncle jesse is still uncle jesse the whole plot of it is they're trying to get uncle jesse off his farm so they start doing um and then uh uh crazy cooter is in that movie too i mean like that's yeah if you look if you watch the movie you'll go oh yeah i can totally see how this is motherfucking do cut, hazard yeah. do they cut in with uh no the, no they okay. don't have the balladeer well, they don't have Waylon yeah. Jennings as the as the Waylon Jennings. That's what yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> it's uh, it's they're all and they're the du- They're not the Dukes. They're the Hags. It's James Mitchum, uh, Keel Martin, um, and uh, Arthur huh. uh, Honeycutt. And I think Arthur Honeycutt is uh, is he the one who actually played? Uh, 
no, he's not. He's not Jesse, but his, yeah, he was Uncle Jesse. Uh, he's the Uncle Jesse in there. And then there's uh, yeah, there's it's 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 filled with shit. Yeah, I think it's also funny that their name is ha- oh Roscoe uh, Pico it's, Ros- it's Roscoe Cotrain, and um, uh, is is the uh, uh, is the sheriff, but there is no boss huh. hog. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm looking now at Moonrunners, and guess what? Waylon Jennings is, in fact, the balladeer. So no fucking Waylon way. Waylon Jennings is I, in there, too. I have got to see this movie. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Sorry. Okay. It is, I, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you all. The last time I it's watched Moonrunners was uh, in, in Nebraska. But I remember, uh, uh, I remember watching this movie uh, on television years after Dukes of Hazard and going, what the fuck? <laughs> and then having to like, well, yeah, like being it, like, I don't understand. And this was like, I was a full on adult. I think I had the internet. That's how, that's how recently I watched it for the first time. But when I watched it, I was like that. It, what's this is crazy. This is all the same. This feels so much like it. Um, but yeah. It's like, okay. Looking at Dukes my of list. Hazard, AKA <laughs> moon runners, the never ending story. Two of these, I watched the the television show before I saw the movie. So it's like, and then I get to compare them afterwards. So, yeah. I think I've seen, well, I saw Fargo first. I saw Alienation first. I saw Dukes of Hazard first. I probably saw MASH, the television show, before MASH, the movie. Yeah, MASH, definitely. Yeah, yeah. same for me. Um, oh, Westworld, the movie, I saw second. Karate oh. Kid, I saw yeah. Karate Kid, obviously, first yeah. in theaters. I saw Westworld okay. first. Okay. Okay. So, so that's that's my that's my number uh that's two. my number two. You flip flapped your three and two, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Uh so now we go to your number my number two. two. Okay. My number two might be the only real controversial one on this. And I know Jim's the Hazard feels like it was out of left field. Yeah, it might be. Um I don't see you liking this, but I could be wrong. Um I loved the movie The Dark Crystal. And I was one of those. Yes. I really, really loved the adaptation that went to Netflix for the Dark Crystal New Age series, Age of Renaissance Mm -hmm. series, that was a prequel. Um, And I thought it told much more of the story. It was much more interesting it kept the feel of the the original but still dropped in a little bit of cgi so that some of the seams were tighter but still felt like puppets and muppets um i thought the story was much more cohesive and it gives you context that the movie couldn't possibly in the the time frame that it had i i really really liked it and am really sad that we're not going to get any more because i I felt like it was a very dark telling of a Jim Henson story. And mm-hmm. I, I love the movie, the dark crystal. It is a creepy, a lot of people, their go-to uh, Jim Henson thing is usually labyrinth or, I mean, obviously yeah. the Muppets, but like, you know, labyrinth or uh, I'm drawing a blank at the moment, but uh, definitely, you know, Dark Crystal was one of my favorites. And when- I, I have not seen the new adaptation, and I'm only kidding. It's not controversial to me because I haven't seen it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Do I people really, hate it? Uh, a lot of people like felt turned off by, it. and I know. And my argument is, is well, did you like the first one? Because I don't. If you didn't like the movie, I doubt you'll like the yeah, television. right, 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 so, yeah. And and I really think that's like 
what they didn't count on was, well, I don't know if the Dark Crystal had a giant following in the first place. And so to bring out this television show, you really had to have a hook that connected you back to the original, but also pulled in new viewers. And I don't know if it did. But for me, it was like taking me right back to what all I loved about the original heroes with, you know, the villains with the Skeksis, the, the, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank, the physics, whatever mm-hmm. it was. I, I just, I loved the freaking television show. And I was genuinely, when I heard that they weren't making more, I was let down because they leave it on such a cliffhanger of, oh my God, we're, we're set up to fail. And, you know, I mean, you ultimately know what happens. What happens is the Dark Crystal movie, but you want to see how they get there. And yeah. it's, and I think the original plan was four series that led up to the, the, the Dark Crystal movie. And they only got one. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's always a when you when you make it a prequel, that's always a little bit of a oh yeah yeah uh, a little bit of a risk. Let me ask you, uh, did you watch Willow the television show? I did, and I loved it. Yeah, I, I watched I watched Willow, and I thought Willow the television show does a lot of things. Uh, one, it tries to expand that universe because it was not ex- – it, it was barely anything there. So they do a lot of like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you just to- didn't realize that this all was here. Um, it, it does a lot of – like, I'll, I'll be honest. There were some episodes I, like, would get done and I'd be like, did I like that? And then, like, uh, later on I'd be like, no, I did like that. Okay, you know, or whatever. So they, they did a lot of things. I, yeah. Uh, I also really enjoyed Willow, the television show, because I'm sure there's people just like so mad that they took Willow and made it woke. Uh, and I really love that about it. Um, but uh, tonight, but you know, tonight before trivia, I actually watched the making of because it was on Disney Plus and I had a few minutes and I'm like, well, what am I going to watch? And the thing that I found super wonderful about it was they they keep interviewing everybody and everybody's talking about how wonderful this cast member is, or this director is, or this behind the scenes writer. And then they go, well, what do you think of Warwick? And they're all like, every it's this running gag where everybody's like Warwick. And then they, they pan to Warwick and Warwick's like, nobody fucking listens to me. (laughs) At first I wasn't sure he was playing. Like it's so over the top that he's horrible that it has to be. I mean, I I pray it has to be that he's, he's not really a dick, but this behind the scenes is so wonderful. I reckon if you like the show, Willow watch the making of, because it's nothing but Willow being an asshole behind the scenes. And, but my point was, uh, I really liked how they brought in the breadcrumbs of Val Kilmer's character, Mad Martigan. Yeah. Like, is he there? Is he not? Is he, you know, I kept waiting for like, are we going to get a CG version of him? You know, we get his voice at some point. It's wonderful. I, I honestly regret maybe not putting that on my list. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel like it's too new. Like I thought about it afterwards too, but to me, I was like, I, I, it's too new. I'm glad Uh, you liked it though, because I, I found myself like me and Riley both watched it and we're enjoying it completely. It's, it's, yeah, I, I was hoping that, you know, somebody else would in the family would watch it. No, they did not. Um, okay. Uh, So, so, uh, do we want to do any of your honorable mentions here? Um, okay, so uh, Mandalorian is technically a spinoff of Star Wars. Uh, I feel like I just, that's a stretch, I'm me- dude. I'm mm-hmm. mentioning it. 
I'm mentioning it. I mean, it shouldn't Ash, be on, but I'm mentioning it. Ash versus the, the Evil uh, Dead. Armor. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one's this one's also a stretch, but Daredevil because it was a movie and then a television show. I that is not a str- that is it is not based on that movie whatsoever. Agreed. So no. Agreed. But uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think, is a really yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It, yes, it's, I'll it's give a you that. much better television show based upon a movie. Yeah. Uh, what we do in shadows is technically. Um, I've never. I've watched the television show. I never saw the movie. Well, I. I don't. Yeah, it's a New Zealand film. Yeah. I, I don't know where where the hell that was even. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I found Shaft Highlander was Highlander yeah, was yeah. on my my honorable mentions, but you mentioned that, and then Alienation was on my my honorable mentions. If you hadn't mentioned that, mm-hmm. but I I knew I just had a feeling you would mention uh, Alienation. Yeah, uh, there's also you remember Ferris Bueller had a show for a while. It was at the same time as Parker Lewis can't Parker lose, Lewis and can't Parker lose, Lewis can't better. lose was better than Ferris yeah. Bueller. Yeah, yeah. Parker um, Lewis. I mean, they were the same freaking show, but Parker Lewis just did it better. Yeah, did it a hell of a lot better. Uh, and I'm I'm just trying to uh, Friday Night Lights. A lot of people like that show based yeah. on the movie Friday Night Lights as well. Uh, and that was the is that the same guy as the coach in both? I can't remember. I I yeah. I I don't want your laugh. Is all I can remember about the movie really. There, I mean, I found a website that literally threw more than a hundred of them at me, and most of them were cartoons, which is ironic. Yeah. But, but I don't uh, know. Uh, I yeah, I, I those are just the ones that I had uh, down as as being ones that I could remember. Like I said, I tried my best to get to to not put down. Oh, there was a clueless. There was a clueless television show, right? Yeah, I and I remember seeing it, and, and I was actually going to even mention like the there was an anthology show based upon Friday the Thirteenth and an anthology show based upon Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Yes, but those, yeah, I think those yeah, are, yeah, those are a little different, little, little hard, yeah, a little hard to to put it in there. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, my number I'll, one and your yeah, number one. Uh, let's go. You first. Okay, my number one is it, it's kind of ba- when I tell you what it is, you'll you I don't think you'll disagree with me that it's based on a, on a movie, but it's also based on a television show or based upon a comic book that it, it's it's HBO's Watchmen. Um, okay, I, I found it. It's it, if if you didn't what read the comic and only saw the movie it feels like a sequel to the movie um but you don't you know if you were a fan of the comic and never saw the movie it feels like a sequel to the comic it does a really good job of saying like okay the comic took place in the late 80s mid 80s this is taking place now what would happen to the characters that you knew if this took place now and how do i make this relevant to today's setting with um, racism and 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 superpowers, or at least what we believe to be superpowers, and where did they go? Um, I could not imagine a better like. I even think like of all people on the planet, Alan Moore, who created it, might actually like this, and he likes nothing of his that have ever been added, adapted yeah. into, like. Um, did, have you watched the Watchmen television series? No. Oh God, my I, Rob. Rob, I, I don't watch new television. 
I'll be honest with you. Well, I just don't I mean, watch. No, okay. It's, I don't think I've watched a new. I've never watched. I haven't watched I'm, a new fucking show probably in the last five years. I, I'm I'm telling you, like if you if you sit down and want to watch something, the this Watchmen series it deals like right off the bat. I never knew about the uh, the massacre in uh, Oklahoma. Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. The, I did. Yeah. I, I, in fact, while watching it, I'm like, well, this is some fictional thing. And then I later, I was like, no, that's not. That's not yeah, you, that you, actually happened. You would think this was something that they made up in the the horrible alternate timeline that and they no, had. It's no. and that's that is what sets the basis of yeah the, where the show goes, and it takes this horrific moment in American history that very few of us knew about, at least to my knowledge and build upon that and make a show out of it. And it's, it's sad. It's hilarious. It's scary. It's, it's a wonderful show. And if I could put it above one, I would, I love, I love what they did with Watchmen. And I never thought that I could like a sequel this much. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, it's look, I, I feel like for the last 10 years, most of my life has been apologizing for shows that everyone was watching that I didn't watch. I can't, I can't stop that about myself. I'm sorry. It, um, it, it looked well, really I great. Uh, I didn't know about the Tulsa massacre. Uh, I don't know why, but I did. Um, and so whenever, when this suddenly came out and everyone was talking about it, I was, that was the, that was the moment in my life where I was like, Oh, other people don't know about that. Oh my God. How did you, now, I don't ever remember where I would have, if I was supposed to, like, I don't remember would, it. And, so, and I don't feel like schools were leaving it out. I feel like oh, no. many schools didn't need it, no, it either. No, I, it's. It's not about it's the textbooks were leaving it out because places like Texas run the textbooks and they wanted it left out. There's so much black history that is left out. Well, uh, because that's of why, this, I ended up learning about the one that happened in Florida, yeah. the one that happened in Georgia. Like, please, the, please others. remember, all of this will not be taught in Florida as long okay. as Governor DeSantos is in charge. Mm -hmm. So. This is exactly why we have African American studies in in colleges and universities is because these these stories these atrocities that we perpetrated on our fellow citizens are not common knowledge they're left out of history books we barely even talk about the trail of tears it feels like and and that's another genocidal uh, thing and uh, you know that's funny I do remember learning about it I don't remember learning that it was a bad thing. I felt like, well, we're getting like, no, and I'm, yeah, maybe this is it. But the impression I got was, well, we got the bad people off our land. That's yeah. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. I, I mean, as horrific as that sounds, that's the way I remember hey, we, it being taught. We were able to make America cause we moved all of these engines off our land. Yeah. No, that, that whole thing it is, it is, everything is spun in rose colored glasses. I'm sure they probably were like, yes, we firebombed huge parts of Tulsa, Oklahoma, but look at the car lots we were able to build there. So, I mean, that's just horrific. Uh, that's, a, no. that's a good one. Uh, that's a very good one. It's going to make my next one feel pretty weak socially. This one is not based on a comic book. It's based it's on a movie. Not, not another Dukes of Hazard. It's not another Dukes of Hazard. All right. Uh, so imagine you're an Egyptologist. <laughs> And you've got a crazy, crazy theory 
uh, <laughs> that uh, aliens help build the pyramids. Turns out you're right. You go to another planet. You uh, detonate a bomb. Uh, and you go back to your life. You live your life. But then suddenly <laughs> your old buddy, who uh, you thought uh, died on the planet, comes and finds you and says, hey, look, uh, the U.S. government figured out a way to dial other planets with our Stargate. And we want you to come... Uh, on these missions with us and my really, really hot physicist, physicist friend. Stargate SG-1 is a great goddamn show. Stargate uh, Atlantis was pretty good. Hell, I even liked the one where they were on the ship they couldn't control that only lasted a season. I loved the Stargates. That was called Voyager. Uh, no. What was it called? Star, what was it called? Star I don't know. I, far from home? I'm not really sure. I and, never saw any of the Stargate TV Oh, my shows. God. If you're like, oh, what do I watch? Go watch a Stargate. They're fucking great shows. I'm sure they are. I But, like, I love that movie. Like, that movie is way, I mean, like, it's way up there. It's a fun movie. It's dumb in some ways. Spader's so great in that. <laughs> He's he's so Spader, and I'll be honest with you, uh, the guy who plays that character, uh, Daniel, whatever, looks like him. But yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he's sort of whiny too. Um, but I mean, you, God, Richard Dean Anderson, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, really, just he just knocks it out of the. It's Daniel Jackson uh, is the name of the character. Just knocks it out of the part. He's so good. Um, yeah, and Amanda Tapping. Kurt so Russell in the movie. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell in the movie, but uh, replaced by MacGyver himself, Richard Dean yeah. Anderson. What I loved most about that movie is this idea that the they're just they're just regular American GIs with machine guns, and you know how many times they're like, you know, it's kind of like a great mix between like I don't know SEAL Team and Star Trek. It's beautiful, like. Suddenly, all of a sudden, these these guys who have no like they're just really good at their jobs at, in the military, and then suddenly they're like, "Oh yeah, go to this other place where you've got uh, lizards that crawl in your brain and take it over, and uh, and laser beams and ships and teleportation and all this ridiculous stuff." And but yeah, Stargate SG One is so 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 good in my opinion, and. Uh, I watch I like I didn't watch it first run. I watched it syndication and but there is like a time where I'd be like if a if a Stargate SG one marathon was on, good night. Good night. Okay, I got a that. question for you though. So is it like Star Trek where uh, Star Trek Next Generation where it's like you had Voyager, you had Deep Space Nine, you had whatever, or is it more like um, where once SG one ended, then Atlanta started. Then when Atlanta started, no, 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 started... it's they're uh, they're simultaneously with some crossovers so, when uh, Atlanta starts. To yeah, next it, generation. Then yeah, Atlanta starts uh, uh, towards the yes, I guess towards the end, and it's you know it's an entirely different set of things that are happening um, with that. Uh, I mean, they even I, they even survive Richard Dean Anderson. Deciding not to be on the show anymore, and they was replace Jason him. Momoa on one of them at one point. Yes, he was on Atlantis. Okay, and he okay. played honestly one of the reasons Aquaman. why Jason Momoa <laughs> is not like one of my favorites is I hated that character because it was just so hack. It was just so dumb and like I'm a I'm an alien from another planet with like or you know a human brought on a, brought up on another planet. And I got a warrior culture or whatever, and I'm just a dumb bro and. 
you know, it was just like whatever. Uh, it's just meat candy. Um, but yeah, I really, really, really liked. Um, it was Stargate Universe. That's the one that was in. Okay. In in this space, uh, the the one in the 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 one in the ship actually ends with this like really insane cliffhanger with the one character that was redeem like super redeemable, because Stargate Universe did the thing that Battlestar Galactica and all these new shows do, where they make everyone irredeemable. Everyone's an asshole. Everyone is so dark and twisted, and and no one is pure. And they had one character who was pretty pure. And at the end of it, uh, everyone else gets cryogenically f- frozen, and he stays awake with the ship to to you know and that's where it ends it's just him mm. hurtling and they won't find food or fuel for like 35 years and he just decides to stay awake alone on the ship while everyone else is cryogenically frozen and it was like it was like a, such a bummer ending <laughs> like oh, oh the one kid that we liked anyway huh. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Atlantis, I mean, Atlantis had a different take on it. Um, their main villains were vampires, which was a little dumb, but I, I enjoyed it, uh, enough. Uh, again, Amanda Tapping will make a lot of that, uh, make me feel a lot a good about a lot of different things. She was super hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Samantha Carter, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, uh, characters, uh, cause she's super smart and cute and whatever. All right. So that's my number one. Uh, so you had a heady think piece about America's racism and I had go air force, <laughs> but a really good sci-fi show. I, yeah. I didn't know if you were going to include star Trek because technically Star Trek was a TV uh, yeah, 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 obviously. I think we joked about this before. If I really was thinking about this, uh, a television... Sh- well, no, that's a television show. That's a movie based on a television show, not a television show based on a movie. But then it then became a movie. Yeah, and, no, but that's a movie based uh, but, on a television uh, show. It's still a television show based on a television show. Uh, hey, well, I'm not doing do your weird-ass transitive property. We could do, do a third episode of TV show, movie, TV show, and... No, or movie, TV show, but yeah, because I no. basically Star Trek and Star and Star Wars movies, and maybe yeah. throw in a Godzilla or something. No, <laughs> Rob, no, no, we're not doing it. All right, we got to pick a winner. Uh, let's see: Fargo, Alienation, Dukes of Hazard, Mash, Stargate, Westworld, Cobra Kai, Mash, Dark Crystal, and The Watchmen. Uh, feel like. I feel like I'm the winner. All right. Uh, it's decided. <laughs> I'm the winner. It's not a goddamn show anyway. Uh, Rob, as because I'm the winner, that means you have to give us our sign off. Uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a chant uh, that uh, many locals believe will bring power and will stave off the coming of Asrach, the rock demon. Uh, every night I chant this before bed to keep Asrach in slumber to lure him back into sleep because he is the god killer what is that sign off Uh, none of you in here understand i'm not locked up in here with you you're locked up here and meet with me 